Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. I'm Kyra, founder of Herbal Moon Goddess, author, teacher, astrologer, and tarot reader. I teach you how to understand energy through astrology, tarot, and metaphysics so you can realign with your soul's purpose and live to your fullest potential. Find your hidden powers and discover your intuition so you can transform your life and manifest your dreams with the stars and moon as your guide. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. I'm just here shuffling my tarot cards while I'm thinking about today's podcast episode, which is, of course, all about tarot reading. I'm going to be sharing with you some tips to make tarot reading so much easier so that you don't have to rely on the guidebook or feel like you need to look up the meanings of the cards every time you do a reading. I really want to help you feel more confident to read the cards intuitively. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Before I dive into today's tarot tips and tricks, I'd love to invite you, if tarot reading's your thing, I'd love to invite you to the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy all month for the April, uh, <laughs> for the entire month of April in 2022. I'm having a 50% off sale for all courses inside the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy. If you're watching this episode, you may be particularly interested in the Tarot Beginners course. Inside the Tarot Beginners course, I'm, I'm teaching you exactly how to read the tarot cards, we go through much more in depth the, uh, yeah, all 78 cards really. Uh, it's, it's quite an in-depth course that will really help you build the foundations and uh, build your knowledge of tarot, like how to actually read tarot cards. So if you're new to tarot or if you're still not feeling confident with reading tarot, then the Tarot Beginners course is definitely uh, the right one for you. Just use code BIRTHDAY at checkout and you can click the link in the show notes below to uh, yeah go and check out the Tarot Beginners course. Take advantage of that 50% off sale because I like never have sales in the academy. This is the only one I've had like all year <laughs> in the year since I launched it. Uh, so yeah, go ahead use that code birthday to get 50% off all courses inside the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy, including the Tarot Beginners course. Uh, yeah, you will feel so much more confident after completing that course. You will be able to read the cards for not only yourself, but for others as well. You learn about different spreads, uh, all, all the basic things that you need to know when reading a tarot cards, uh, like cleansing your deck, the right way to shuffle and that sort of stuff. By the way, there is no right way to shuffle. You can shuffle anyway. But anyway, let's jump in to today's episode, tarot reading tips. So if you have ever come to one of my uh, courses or uh, even like in-person workshops of reading tarot, um, I realized when I sat down to record this episode, I've actually been teaching tarot reading for three years, been teaching this since 2019. Um, and that just kind of boggled me. I, <laughs> I didn't realize it had been quite so long. Um, but I've been teaching tarot for a while and 
If you have uh, listened to any of my episodes before I come to any of my courses, you will know that I break it down into a really simple kind of strategy uh, so that you don't have to memorize all 78 cards. There is kind of a shortcut. So that's what I'm going to be talking about first. I'm going to give you this framework so that you can base your knowledge on that basic understanding of the tarot. And then from there, we've got some further tips to um, build your tarot reading skills even better, even yeah, even better. <laughs> okay, so this basic framework, you take the suits, okay? So in the minor arcana in the tarot cards, we have four suits. We have pentacles, cups, wands, and swords. Pentacles are all to do with the physical realm. So that could be things like possessions, money, health, or physical work. Cups are to do with our feelings, our emotions. That can be with, uh, to do with relationships. It can also be to do with like our intuition. Ones are to do with our passions. This could uh, inc include our career, can also mean things like creativity and spirituality. And then we have the swords and that's to do with the mental realm. So that's things like thoughts, ideas, intellect, and communication. So already, like if I just pull a card from my deck, okay, so I've got the five of pentacles I've just pulled here. So already, because we know the meaning of the suit, we know pentacles is all about the physical realm. It's to do with like money and stuff then already we know this card is going to be about money or health or something else to do with pentacles, right? So then what the next step is, is to look at that number. So for example, five, as we've got here in the five of pentacles and understanding the, uh, the meaning of those numbers. So it doesn't matter if it's a five of pentacles or a five of cups or five of wands or five of swords, Fives generally have the same meaning, which is change. Fives are all about change, right? So what you would see here is with a five of pentacles is a change of money or of possessions or of health. Uh, we can go deeper into, into that meaning and like elaborate on that. But uh, yeah, using that basic framework you get, you get a basic understanding of what that card's about. So I'm not going to go through all the numbers in this episode. I'm pretty sure I've done that, uh, like back in like number episode number eight. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> about a year ago, I did an episode all about how to easily read tarot cards. So go check out that episode, or you can also click the link in the show notes. I have a handy little poster. Uh, that I've created for you that breaks down all of these tarot tips I'm covering in today's episode, including the meanings of the numbers, the suits, and all that sort of stuff. So that's my basic framework for reading tarot, uh, especially the minor arcana is blending the suits with the numbers or the court cards, like the pages, the knights, the queens, and kings. Uh, so that's, yeah, for the minor arcana. Now, if you pull a card from the major arcana, the major arcana is more about major life lessons or teachers that we come across. So these are more 
significant things whereas compared to the minor arcana cards they can be more symbolic of our everyday sort of life situations major arcana cards are more like something that's quite significant that's coming up uh, you can use that same sort of framework like specifically the numerology like looking at the numbers on the major arcana cards so for example ones or aces are to do with beginnings uh, so if you're looking at the major arcana card number one is the magician and so you can absolutely read that as a beginning because it is it's a beginning of uh, like our awareness of how to manifest and how to take action on our thoughts and that sort of thing. So once you have that basic framework kind of covered, once you understand that basic framework of tarot, it becomes so much easier to uh, like apply that knowledge to any sort of deck. And we're going to talk about different decks in a second as well. But it also it gives you like a basis for your intuition to start working, it gives you some clues and then your intuition can take over. And I guess like, you know, when I'm reading tarot cards, my logical side of the brain kind of comes in first. And it's like, okay, this is an eight of swords. So it must mean this, but then my intuitive side kind of takes over and it's like, okay, but maybe this is like to do with, this or maybe it's to do with that and <laughs> so like you can kind of use both like your logical side and your intuitive side when you're reading tarot cards so that kind of leads me to uh, the next tip it's about trusting your intuition it's about saying what you see trusting your intuition is absolutely key when doing a tarot reading even if you don't feel like you're intuitive, the more that you're using your intuition and trusting what you're hearing through your intuition or seeing through your intuition, the easier that will become for you. So absolutely, like if you're doing a tarot reading and something comes up and you just get this feeling, like this gut feeling, just say what you think it means and you know, you might be surprised by just how accurate you are. I've had tarot readings done recently, uh, actually by a few people who uh, weren't that confident with reading the cards. Actually, one of these people uh, was my son. I, um, my nine-year-old son wanted to learn how to read tarot cards a few weeks ago. And I said, okay, it's easy. And I gave him the cards and I told him, you know, pick out some cards, now read the cards. And he's just like, well, how do I read the cards? And I simply said to him, say what you see. And like, he looked at the pictures on the cards and like, even though he had no idea like about <laughs> the stuff I've already talked about in this episode, like his reading was so spot on. Like just by looking at those cards and just saying what he saw, it was like, it, it was just incredible just how accurate uh, his reading was and the messages that came through. So if my nine-year-old son can do it, so can you, right? <laughs> so yeah, trust your intuition. Say what you see. Now, when you're 
when I'm talking about saying what you see, you may like to look at the uh, imagery on the card. So there may be clues on the card. There may be symbols. I'm trying to find a card here in this deck I have in my hands, but um, it's possibly not the best deck to use. Oh, well, here we go. Okay, so I've pulled up the Empress card. I'm using uh, the Herbal Tarot deck at the moment as well. So this is, it's a little bit different from the uh, traditional Rider Waite deck. Anyway, on the Empress card here, you can see there is that female symbol or the Venus symbol, whatever you want to call it. That can be a clue. There are often uh, like different symbols, different symbolism on tarot cards, no matter which deck you're using, there's always some sort of symbolism. So it could be through actual symbols, like what we're seeing here, or it could be like colors, like you see she's got a yellow dress on, like the colors can be very symbolic. There may be different animals, or there may be different plants, or there may be other different things on the card, which are all often quite symbolic. Usually artists for tarot decks, they put a lot of intention in thought into those cards, into the artwork for those cards, because it is a very symbolic sort of uh, imagery that's required. Uh, so yeah, like definitely like look at those different symbols that are coming up on the card and, and talk about it. Like as you're doing a reading, like, you know, and you're doing a reading for someone else, or even if it's just for yourself, say what you see, like there's another card here as well, the chariot. And there's this uh, like yin and yang symbol on there as well. So you could start talking about that and then you could start talking about other things that you see on the card as well. And yeah, you just, you just talk about what you see. So moving on to the next tip and that is all about picking a deck that vibes with you. So there is a reason why I have my Herbal Tarot deck here with me today for this episode. I bought this deck probably five or six years ago. This is my first deck that I um, ever uh, received or yeah had um, and this is still my absolute favorite and it's my go-to I've bought many decks since but I always tend to come back to the herbal tarot um, I have a background as a herbalist uh, I have uh, I'm you know an avid gardener I, I love plants and so this deck really speaks to me each card has a different uh, plant on it. So for example, here we've got the Ace of Swords and that's got chamomile. Each card has a different, uh, yeah, plant that just vibes with the meaning. So Nine of Swords is Valerian. Um, and so for me, that adds an extra layer of meaning. And you will find that there are many other tarot decks that kind of do the same thing. They have that added layer of meaning. Uh, yeah, so choosing a deck that vibes with you really will help you read. And I found that when I do a reading with other decks that I have that I don't use as much, sometimes cards come out and it's like, I don't know what this card means because I haven't spent enough time with that deck. So you choose a deck that vibes with you and then you've got to spend some time getting to know that deck as well. So practice, practice, practice. Do readings on yourself. Pull a card every day, journal about that card. Do spreads for yourself. Like it's really fun. You can find heaps of really inventive spreads on the internet. 
Um, I have uh, like new and full moon spreads in my moon manifesting planner. Uh, yeah, you can, there is an endless supply of different card spreads that you can use. So it's really fun to find some spreads that, you know, feel exciting for you and play with it because that is how you will get to know your deck by continuously using it and getting to know it. So with saying that, that's pretty much my next tip, which was about using different spreads. I feel like when we start to learn tarot, uh, a lot of people firstly learn the Celtic cross spread. And in fact, that's probably um, the spread that I have used most <laughs> since I learned how to read tarot and learned how to do the Celtic cross uh, spread. But it doesn't always vibe with me. And there are times when there are other spreads that you can use that, you know, they might vibe better with you or they might fit the situation better. So trying different spreads could be just something that helps you vibe better with your cards because you have a better understanding of like, I guess what you're asking the cards. Um, I actually did a tarot reading yesterday uh, for myself and I did a, um, and this was actually from um, Rachel from the Wandering Moon Tarot Co. Uh, she has like these really cool downloadable templates on her Etsy store, which are like really cheap, like 33 cents or something like that. Go check her out because she has like all these really cool downloadables and like tarot spreads and stuff. Anyway, uh, she had this spread in one of her downloadables, which was about the seven chakras. And you pretty much just pull seven cards, one card for each of the chakras. And I'd actually never done a reading like that before, like for the seven chakras. And as I did, as I was doing that spread, I thought this would be like one of those spreads that you could use just like how people use the Celtic cross spread, like as a default spread when, you know, you um, go have a reading from someone, the seven chakras, like the, yeah, there was just so much information that I pulled from that spread and it was just like mind blowing. So <laughs> it got me really excited about using the tarot cards. So I would love for you to find different spreads that really excite you as well. Different spreads can really make a difference. If you don't vibe with like that traditional Celtic cross or whatever, then try something else. And if you are still like just really beginning to read the cards, just going back to basics and like maybe just doing a three card spread uh, could be enough. Like three card spreads are really quite awesome. Like without going too in depth and getting lost in the nitty gritty of the reading. Uh, yeah, sometimes it just helps to keep it simple, keep it really basic. So I guess the last kind of tarot tip I have for you today is when you are sitting down to do a reading, you need to get yourself into the right sort of space and the right sort of vibe. Um, so like an example of this is turn the TV off if you've got the TV going or, or whatever, turn it off. Like center yourself, really connect with your cards. You may want to sit there and meditate with your cards for a moment or a few minutes, or uh, you know, you may, may want to light some incense or burn a smoke bundle, get out some crystals or whatever it is that's really going to get you into that right 
space, that right vibe for doing a tarot reading. Because vibes are everything. If you're like kind of semi-distracted, you got the TV going, the kids are running around yelling or whatever, then it's going to affect your reading. So when you take that time to set up the sacred space for your reading, it really can make a difference to how you tune into your intuition and uh, yeah, conduct the reading. So I think that's pretty much all of the uh, tarot tips that I had planned to share with you today. I hope that this episode has been really helpful for you to maybe find a bit more confidence to read the tarot cards. Like I said earlier, if my nine-year-old son can <laughs> give me a really accurate reading on his first go of reading the tarot cards with no prior training, you can do it too. It's, it's really not that hard. It's just about saying what you see, trusting those intuitive nudges that you're getting, and just being confident. Being confident in in what you're seeing and having the confidence to express that, whether it is uh, like you're talking, you're doing a reading for yourself, or if you're doing a reading for someone else, just having that confidence to say what you see. So don't forget, if you want to learn more about tarot, if you want to up level your tarot reading skills, check out the sale happening now in the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy. Just use the code birthday for 50% off all courses, including the Tarot Beginners course. Link is in the show notes for you. And I will catch you all in the next episode of the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. If you're wanting more moon magic, check out what classes are open for enrollment at the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy. Download your free moon manifesting calendar or connect with me on social media. You can do all of this at herbalmoongoddess.com or check out the links in the show notes. I'll speak with you in the next episode.